today's scriptures come from John chapter 15, verses 12 through 17. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commandments so that you may love one another. The word of God. Thanks be to God. It is our joy today to have Janice Azarko as our preacher. Janice has been a member here at Chatham United Methodist Church for a few years. She has a Master's of Divinity from Drew University. She recently got a certification in spiritual direction from Fordham University. She's a certified lay servant in the United Methodist Church. And some of you know her as the facilitator, one of the co-facilitators of the Bible uh, study and discussion that meets between service. Janice, we are so grateful for your ministry in our midst, and thank you for your willingness to preach today. Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you for reading the gospel this morning. Um, I had the privilege of being able to pick it out today. It's not in our lectionary series uh, during this uh, time of Lent, but um, it it means a lot to me, so I was able to uh, choose it. Thank you. In this gospel reading, Jesus calls the disciples his friends. I wonder what they were feeling and thinking when he said that. Did they feel surprised that Jesus would say this? Or did they already know that Jesus' friendship was like no other? The disciples, the followers of Jesus, had made a decision to leave their daily lives and to follow Jesus. He was their Lord and teacher. Jesus was revealing new ways of interpreting the stories in the Hebrew scriptures. He quoted the prophets and made them new and relevant to their present day. People were driven to listen to his parables and to ponder new ways of relating to each other and with God. They had witnessed how he had healed people of body and mind. But some of the disciples may have asked themselves, how could Jesus be our friend? That would be too common, too, too res- not respectful enough, like crossing some kind of boundary in relationships. They were used to serving Jesus because he was their Lord their teacher, their rabbi. Jesus said that he no longer was calling the disciples servants. Earlier in John's gospel, the disciples had experienced experienced the washing of their feet by Jesus. They must have been surprised because that kind of washing was traditionally a servant's job. 
When Jesus came over with his towel and basin to Peter, he protested, saying, Master, you wash my feet? Jesus told Peter that this servant washing was required to follow him, to follow Jesus. So he agreed. When we participate in the washing of the feet in the liturgy on Maundy Thursday, we experience this leveling of all social differences between people. Clergy and lay people, spiritual, spiritual mentors or new members, children or adults. We are all commanded to serve one another, to love one another. Jesus reminds his disciples, saying this, You did not choose me. I chose you. Jesus went out looking for disciples, for friends. He called for them. He said, follow me. He saw them. He knew them. He already knew them. His invitations were so welcomed by the disciples especially those who are looking for the Messiah, the Son of God. Others just dropped their nets, immediately left their jobs, and followed Jesus. Jesus called them, and they accepted the invitation. Jesus considered the disciples his friends and not servants because the servant does not know what the master is doing. He said, I've called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I heard from the Father. Jesus wasn't holding anything back. He knew about God the Father, and he was willing to share it with disciples with anyone who was there to listen. In Psalm 139, it says, O Lord, you've searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. This psalm speaks about how God desires our friendship and how God pursues us in it. God chooses us over and over and over again. God never gives up on us. We can only feel comforted by God if we are confident that God loves us unconditionally. That God's grace is free and abundant. The United Methodist Book of Discipline speaks about prevenient grace as the divine love that surrounds all humanity and precedes our conscious impulses. We don't have to have any consciousness about it. It's happening. We all can sing that we have a friend in Jesus, but at times we resist or ignore his friendship. 
We fail to acknowledge God's enduring presence and willingness to care for us. Sometimes we don't feel worthy of God's friendship because we fail to love ourselves and others. Our experiences in our everyday lives can contribute to these feelings of self-doubt and low self-esteem. During particular times and seasons in our lives, we don't sense the love and compassion that God has for us. We don't feel that we are God's chosen and God's beloved. In Henry Nouwen's book, Life of the Beloved, in these times when we have these self-doubts and low self-esteem, he suggests that we talk to ourselves and we say something like this. These feelings, strong as they may be, are not telling the truth about myself. The truth, even though I can't feel it right now, is that I am the chosen child of God, precious in God's eyes, called the beloved for from all eternity and held safe in an everlasting embrace. These are great words that Henry wrote. Even our brother Jesus felt abandoned by his father when he hung on the cross and cried, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? How does it feel when Jesus calls us friends? In what ways can we build this relationship, that friendship? Our relationship with God has its ups and downs. Sometimes we have strong connectiveness, and sometimes we feel distant. This is the nature of any friendship, even our friendship with God. During the season of Lent, there are many traditions which help us strengthen our experiences with friendship with Jesus. The scriptures are used to tell the story of Jesus' life and teachings and the meaning of life, death, and resurrection for ourselves and for all of humanity. In the church's traditions and in the liturgy, we remember in a special way the sorrow and the sadness of the day of Jesus' death on Good Friday and the hope experienced within his resurrection on Easter Sunday. In prayer, we can talk to Jesus as friends, speaking, speaking with honesty about our feelings and our concerns, whether they be feelings of gratitude, frustration, anger, or joy. In the community of the beloved, in our own church and in the world, we are instructed by Jesus to love each other. Take this time in Lent to remember and to reflect on God's presence in our lives. God is surely in our joys, but also in our pains and sorrows, our difficult spaces. God wants to be right in the middle of it all. Seek out a spiritual friend and share your God experiences, someone who wants to get to know God's friendship too. Be assured today we have a friend in Jesus. It is a friendship like no other.
Amen.